How many times do you think I've done this? By no means should you take this song away, Sean, please. I play a song that I'm like, that'll be a fun little, you know, nostalgic intro, and then... And then the fucking flugelhorns kick in, all right? I mean, here we are. Here we are. Um... A little, a little Mason Williams classical gas to get things rolling on episode 336, I believe. Yes, and Katie and Jenny are doing like a synchronized swimming without the water right now to this. Should we get a pool in here? We need to get a pool in here. I'm a big Esther Williams guy. We could get a pool into the Smart Start MN studio. I mean, you won't be able to do any sort of acrobatics in it. No. But the idea of water aerobics or water... Let's be honest. Both you and I would benefit from that sort of thing. I, yeah, just a lot of water aerobics. My name... <laughs> we could make the podcast about water aerobics. That would be... I'm sure our do, listener do, would really like do that. Do one episode every three years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My name is Brian Oak, and that's Sean Bernard. Mason Williams gets us rolling on episode 336 of the Brian Oak Show here in the Smart Start MN Studios. A literally picture-perfect day, at least as it stands right now, in South Minneapolis here on Chicago Avenue, not far north of the creek. It's lovely out there. By this time next week, it's going to be fucking Triassic dinosaur weather it's going to be awful next week but some people love summer for me october never comes soon enough so do as you will with what you will but we got a lot to get to we got to get to the state fair you know so many bands have come through town this year that i'm like this this area is ticket poor man there's there's i mean like you know everything from the giant shows like pink and taylor and ed sheeran to the modest shows like Babel Gilberto performing just up the street there at the parkway. So much amazing stuff has come through town, and it's not showing any signs of stopping, which is good. People are so thirsty to get back out there, but it's the good kind of thirsty, not like the, here's a picture of my butt on OnlyFans, that kind of thirsty I can live without. I'm too old for that shit now. Yeah. But um, <laughs> people are thirsty to get out and have a good time. Speaking of having a good time, has your week been all right to you, Sean? Yeah, it's been busy. But, you know, I like to be busy, but I don't like to be out of control busy. Yeah. I don't like to be crazy busy. Just where, busy enough. Where do you stand on the smell of chocolate chip cookies? Oh, man. <laughs> what I wouldn't give right now. <laughs> I was just thinking, for some reason, when you talked about the State Fair, my my stepmother was always famous for just being an asshole in general. But wow. thankfully, my dad divorced Here her. Which is, no, okay. she was. She was one of these ice-cold people. But no, I got you. She would, like, <laughs> wow. This would be the sort of thing where somebody would say, oh, Penny, are you going to the state fair? And she'd just look away and go, goddamn Minnesota sweat together. That's what that's going to be. And you're, you're pantomiming smoking a cigarette right now. But she was the type that she would smoke and she would not look at you. And she'd, yeah. whatever you were doing was a stupid idea. So <laughs> that was... <laughs> Yeah, my dad just, their divorce just went through a week ago after 44 years of marriage, and I couldn't be happier. Wow. Yeah. Well, so happy. Con- congratulations <laughs> on you. no, being, no longer so being trained. It's so great. To a woman who clearly filled your heart with oh, darkness. Man. My God. The Mary Tyler Moore scene in Ordinary People when he goes to hug his mom and she leaves him down on the side, she actually did that to me. Yeah. So, see ya. Bitch, bye. Yeah. Okay. Goddamn Minnesota sweat together. Uh, I mean, of course, it's awful and crowded and hot. And by the end of that thing, there were, and so there were years where I worked out there 10 of the 12 days working in radio. And the smell of hot, fetid pig shit <laughs> and, and, rotten, and rotten dumpsters 
by day nine. Sell it, man. Of Sell course, it. <laughs> it's awful, but the fair rules, man. I yeah. freaking love the fair. Yeah. I don't give a shit about all the people or the heat or the weather. And you know what? This year, I'm going to go as a civilian at least twice. It's my daughter and I's thing. My wife effing hates it. I, she's just like, why? I have to bring my wife to see absolutely fab- fabulous out there. I have got to do it because my wife is an over-the-top fan. So Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, we've got Katie and Jenny here. We're going to yes, talk we about their performances at the State Fair, but lots of other things going on, too. Katie's a busy, busy person, and I know you are, too, Jenny, but Katie is like one of these, um, she's like the, you know, like you knock on the ancient wooden door and you kind of creak it open, <laughs> and she's busy over the cauldron of new ideas and things that she's working on. Like, oh hey, God. Katie, quick question. Like, Don't bother me! <laughs> I am constructing something uh, new. I am. I'm I know you. Something. You always are, <laughs> which is one of my favorite things about you. Know we're going to talk to both of you coming up next. Oh, uh, but first, I do have to mention Smart Start MN. They are the naming sponsors of our studio. Humble though it may be, it is our own. But without them, we couldn't do it. So Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? You drink, you drive, you lose your license. There, are, there's no matter how it changes, there's no way around that. You will lose your license even before you're found guilty you need to get back in your car you need to start living a life again you need to start to put the pieces back together which doesn't have to be that hard and in the case of smart start mn not that expensive yeah they'll save you some extra ducats just go to smartstartmn.com slash the brian oak show that'll get 20 percent off Uncle Troy always called him ducats. Man, I could use a few more ducats in my pocket. And I know you miss your Uncle Troy, and so I'm not going to say anything disrespectful. I know you did. I just, the fuck is a ducat? (laughs) Just, you know, bills. Gappers was another one. Why, just some big... Are you talking about stacking up cheddar? Yeah, that's what he was... He was that guy. He would never call anything by what it really was. It was always... I got just one problemo. Yeah. I need my money long as a limo. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I didn't invent that. I totally bit that rhyme right there. Let's get out of our own way because we have a couple of very interesting guests joining us just ahead. But first, I was having one of those. Here's the weird thing. When you post things online, you know, another thing I love about Katie is she's not afraid to share her emotions when she gets deep into her feelings. And I think that's brave and I think it's important. And I, but I also like over the years, like I like happy. I like yeah. fun. I like rewards. Every once in a while. But, it, but I'm also not again, I'm not afraid of dark. I'm not afraid of, but all of a sudden you post a certain song online and people are like, a lot of people are really worried about you right now. <laughs> like, people have been talking like you've been posting some pretty yeah. dark shit online. All right, like, man. Yeah, I'm fine. Fuck you, man. I'm still here. I just, you know, I I believe that the spectrum of human emotion is something worth exploring. We're here for an eye blink. So let's check it out. Do I want to spend all the way over on this end? No. Do I want to spend all the way over on this end? Well, yes, but that's not a realistic possibility. So, you know, I mean, you explore all of it. And this song is not dark, but it is a very melancholy song, even though if you read the words, it's gorgeous and it's wonderful. And it's one of my favorite love songs from the 1960s, whether it be melancholy or otherwise. uh, The New York band, The Left Bank, with Pretty Ballerina on The Brian Oak Show.
strange within says go ahead and find her just close your eyes yeah This is important. Yeah, She's agreed. A band that did okay, it. fine. Mm-hmm. Then go ahead. Put your money where your mouth is. What was the name of the band, Katie? Oh no, I didn't realize that. that <laughs> yeah, was that's being fine. Recorded. No, no, that was oh, live. That's at the end of the songs. We well, bring up the no, mic so we can talk. I know. Yeah, it, well, it, it was called Fab Tab and the Teds. And uh, I'm wow. sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> what? Everyone take a deep breath. Everyone take a deep breath and slow down. Say that very slowly one more time, please. Fab Tab. And the Ted. Were you Fab Tab? Oh, no. Fab Tab was the guy. Oh. <laughs> you were a show no, for. I, I, I wasn't a Ted ta- either. I guess I don't know what I was. I, maybe I was just the Anne. Oh. I'm usually the Anne. <laughs> How dare you, Katie Brand? How dare you? Uh, well, you know, nothing ever really takes me down. Uh, you know, you, I don't know how any musicians have egos because we get torn down so much. But, yeah. Um, one, and work for nothing. <laughs> and work and, for I nothing. Mean, you, you grind as hard. We do. This is one of the things in all the years I've spent doing this and talking to musicians. There are people who are literally up in 90 degree weather digging ditches. But <laughs> if you think that there's not a grind to doing something artistic, mm. never getting the recognition you deserve, <laughs> certainly not getting the money you deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> but still maintaining for decades. That's real work, isn't it? It, it is. is. It's real work. Well, I was going to say, so for one of the Fab Tab shows that we had, I was uh, I was told uh, called in the review of the evening that the girls in skirts did <gasps> nicely on backing vocals, mm, and I thought, uh, "Fuck you, uh, <laughs> fuck you." It you was know? a dress, and I sang lead. I, I <laughs> it, it was a dress. It was a dress, and I sang lead. And I sang lead. Fuck you, bitches. You know, I occasionally step in it, but even I have never been enough to be like. You know those girls in skirts were pretty good on backup, right? right? Yeah. Oh. Am I right, buddy? Oh. Yeah, I you can't. would get your ass kicked. I, I mean, grew up with sisters agreed. who could throw a punch. Would, never. I mean, who could be that tone? Deaf? You know, I who could know. be that tone deaf? Someone who's sitting behind a typewriter mm. or a computer, mm. being like, yes. and the "Girls in skirts weren't." And bad they name checked every guy in the band and hmm. in other and other bands. Well, they the probably just called you the ampersand, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, you were the end, as you said. Mm. Her name is Katie Vernon. She's been our guest many times before, and you brought her along a friend today. Tell me about your friend, Jenny Russ. My friend, Jenny Russ. Um, well, she's a local legend. So if you don't know her, you obviously don't go out and see music enough. Yeah. Um, she has sang. She's been the and on, on a lot of people's records. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I sure have. But wow. she also takes... I think we're starting a new movement here today, which I kind of like. The ands. Yeah. And the and. And All right? the and. All right, but please. Uh, she takes center stage in her own amazing band, Saddle Sores. Um, you might not recognize her because she has a massive crazy beehive when she does that band. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is uh, really the the greatest thing in my life is that she is the Frida to my Agnita oh. in Absolutely Fab. It's hard for me to articulate how much I love Abba, and I always <laughs> have. Um, but there was a time, now it's cool to like Abba again. 
but there was a time where it was not cool like ABBA. And I feel like it might still, I just, if you look at my Facebook page, I just posted a Carpenter song yesterday. There are certain, I mean, Karen Carpenter, good fucking mm-hmm. luck. Your band yeah. wishes they had a vocalist mm-hmm. with a voice I've that pure and that clear. That. Oh. One of my favorites. Can you imagine? Can yeah. you imagine? I've got the range for it. And, well, oh, well, then let's not go any slower on the Carpenter's <laughs> tribute, shall oh, we? Yeah. Jenny, where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn Park. All right. You were born in Brooklyn Park. I was born in Minneapolis at Abbott Northwestern Hospital. Right on. But you grew up in Brooklyn Park. So you're a Minnesota lifer. I am. Yep. When did music become the thing that you were going to do? I mean, how were you? Where were you? What happened? I mean, we all either, you know, go to church choir or do regular choir or we play flugelhorn. Second reference today. I'm going to squeeze it. I'm going to squeeze it in two more oh, times. It's on for the sure. mind right now. Um, but I mean, like we all find an entree into it. What was your entree into music being such a big part of your life? Uh, well, my mother says that I was singing in my crib. Uh, she'd get up in the morning and I'd be standing there rattling the bars singing. Um, and so I've always been a singer, but nobody um, like a prison song. The trouble I've seen. Please let me out, Mama. Um, Almost an Elvis, uh, like Elvis the Prisoner. I gotta see that movie. Oh, Jailhouse Rock. Let me out, let me out, Mama. The whole but, rhythm section was the purple game, bro. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Anyway, so, I mean, it just, it it was there yep, from the Yep, it's always outset. been there. Yeah. yeah, it's always been there. And um, I guess I, I got into choir in junior high, and, of course, I was an alto, and so I never got to sing melody. Um, so I've always been a harmony mm-hmm. singer and um, didn't lead a band until I was 25 or so when I got in with Holiday Ranch with Dave, my now, now husband. Um, and that was the first band I was ever in, really. Uh, and um, I used to be, not be able to, I mean, because I've lived in Minneapolis for more than 30 years now, uh, significantly longer than 30 years, actually. Um, there was a time where I couldn't turn around without seeing a flyer with Holiday Ranch on yep. it. Yep, they were huge until I got in the band <laughs> and torpedoed them. Oh, I crashed him to the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, Jenny Russ, the Yoko Ono of Holiday Ranch, <laughs> um, which, by the way, oh, no. I've interviewed Yoko twice. And after all the video I've seen of her in my life, um, she, I mean, everyone already knows this, but she had a bad fucking mm-hmm. rap, man. Yoko's yeah. cool. Now, her music, highly unlistenable. Right. Yeah. Her demeanor, her kindness, her overall aesthetic, mm-hmm. she's cool, man. I really, I really like her. Hey, before we go any further and talk any more about music, or who either of you are and why you're in the Smart Start MN studio, by a show of hands, all four of us in this room, Sean, Jenny, Katie, Brian, put your hand up if you've seen the Barbie movie. Twice. I got two hands Oh, up. she gets two hands. I don't yet. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. You did a pose. You did like a picture wearing the <laughs> oh, yeah. stuff. Well, so, the second I, time I saw it, yeah. I Googled, where is the Barbie box? Yeah, cause because you, that's I the photo wanted, op, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. And the first time I went, I went to Rosedale, and they did not have the Barbie box. I just went and saw it, and they didn't have the Barbie box there well, either. Did you go to Invergrove Heights? No, I went to the Riverview. So oh, the Riverview. But a fun is, place um, to the see it. It's at Oakdale. You, yep. can, you can do the Barbie box there. And apparently it's at a diner. But when I was Googling to find out where the box was, I saw lots of gossip online about where they've been stolen. <gasps> so I don't know how people are getting that Where out are you going to sell that and not get arrested? I don't, I don't, 
I, yeah, I just have it in your basement. On the dark web. Yeah. The dark black market <laughs> black market Barbie boxes are out there available now. Do you so, need a kidney? Do you um, need a Barbie box? I don't want to give away too much about the movie because I thought when I went to see it on the fourth weekend that everyone would have seen it. I would assume my daughter and her friend and myself would have been the only people left in the theater. It was jam-packed. So I don't want to give away any spoilers, but let's be honest, patriarchy figures fairly solidly into it but it's a good message without bonking you on the head too much about it so here's what this member of the patriarchy would like to say about the movie before i ask you about your opinions (laughs) yes Um, please you speak first uh, by uh, by all means jenny don't you worry about that jenny well played whose name is on the tin jenny whose name oh sorry no just kidding but but i did want to say this because i have friends who are like why would I want to go see that? Or again, and they're, these are actually really cool, interesting, clever people. They're just like, why would I go see a movie about Barbie? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, blah, 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 blah. there's no way a movie is this universally acclaimed by both four year olds and 74 year olds without there being something there. So I went to see it. And it is one of the smartest, mm-hmm. funniest, uh, dazzling. Yes. But also poignant movies I've ever seen. Yes, there's nostalgia, like a Toy Story type of movie. But it's so poignant and so modern, and it never and there's there's real emotional heft to it. Mm-hmm. I walked away thinking it's easily the best movie I've seen in the last three years. Yep. Specifically, if you each had to pick one thing you love more than anything about the movie, and I know that's hard because oh, who cares? Say as much as you <laughs> want about it. I just I love the movie so much. I'm trying to find ways mm. to get more people to go who otherwise would be like, man, it's a Barbie movie, whatever. Right. Well, I think that, you know, the the setup for it being a Barbie movie, I think that it's suffering in some people's minds from the idea that it's going to be like the emoji movie or the, you know, we've had so many of these dumb toy or emoji movies. Um, So, yeah, it's not like any of those. It's a it's a legit story to tell. Um, And. I don't know if I was going to pick one thing. I mean, I think that um, the whole horse, you know, oh, I was just reading, you know, a book about horses and the patriarchy. Um, I, I think it's very, I think it's really even handed actually with how it tells the the male point of view of the boxes they're put into. Um, you know, I think if, if some of these, you know, ignorant people who think it's just all man bashing actually saw it. They would realize that it really looks at the roles everybody is put into. Oh, I don't think it's man bashing um, at all. No, I mean, no, you know, you got to so have either. a sense of humor. So yes. I, I mean, I think it's hilarious. It's beautiful to mm-hmm. look at. Yeah, um, stunning. And, you know, to, to see, you know, I mean, a lot of people have, you know, quoted it and shared it. But the speech, you know, that America Forever's character uh. gives. Yes. Hell yes. I have felt every single one of those things Absolutely. since I was a child through now. Um, it's an amazing speech. Dave turned to me during that part and he said, is that how it really is? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, that (laughs) is what we fight with every single day, Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, um, I love dressing up and, you know, having fun on stage, but you know, like you said earlier, it's a grind and it's very hard not to be bossy or a bitch or an egomaniac. God forbid if you're a woman, you're a bitch. If you say something. You know, I think we're both on the same page with that, if right? If you're John? a guy, you're yeah, assertive. Uh, if you're a woman, you're a bitch. Right. So. Yeah. So, um, that was no. a joke, was by the way, Sean. <laughs> no, we're not on he that page. No, we're not. But everyone's like, Oak's a dick. Oh, my oh. God. I what can't a- believe you said that. Well, my mind, went, <laughs> my mind went immediately to Amy Klobuchar, who I absolutely love. And I know somebody that worked for her. And everybody's like, oh, she's such a bitch. And What? Yeah, that's what's said about her. She was just a total tyrant, blah, blah, blah. My friend said, no, here's the story. Here's what happened. She put out a mailer with 200 
going out to 200,000 human beings, if you can imagine what that cost is. Mm-hmm. The marketing team missed not one, but two typos on it. <gasps> she got very angry, and she called people out. Mm-hmm. Now, if a man were to do that, oh, boy, he really knows how to take charge. Don't and, fuck with that guy. Yeah, exactly. Don't boy, is he ever, man, guy. he's assertive. That's what he is. She was called every possible thing. A couple people threatened to quit. Hey, there were two typos on this mm-hmm. thing. We have an entire marketing team, and it makes me look like an idiot. Yeah. I'm running for office, and I sent out a 200,000-person mailer. Like, that's what the big issue was. Mm-hmm. That's what was the start, the beginning mm-hmm. and end of it, and then there was like a coup in the marketing department. Oh, what, a what a tyrant. What a tyrant. She yeah. wanted things to be spelled properly. Oh, my yeah. God. Women, am I right? Well, no, <laughs> Unbelievable. I will say this. One, one of those the two nerd. people trying to take her down was another woman, mm-hmm. and that's a shame. Oh, like, I, I, well, yeah. that, again, what? Yeah. Just see the Barbie movie. I guess that's see all the Barbie I wanted. Movie. And yeah. I, it, it, I feel so like good. it's saying some very important and modern yes. things. Yeah. But it also, if you want to turn your brain off or bring a three-year-old to it, they're going to have the time of their life. It's gorgeous. It's a, just a, it it's a beautiful it's movie. You are going to be part of a gorgeous spectacle at the Great Minnesota Get-Together mm-hmm. this year, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. <laughs> I hate going on too long without hearing a song um, because people get bored, even though you are both fascinating and wonderful and charming. Really, the best we've had, wouldn't you say, Sean? Mm, yeah, I think people oh, really, the, the peak was when I started talking about Klobuchar. You could yeah. really tell the listeners <laughs> the were really, man, wow. Well, so Weenie is <laughs> a Swedish band that is going to turn oh, yeah. things around for us right here. Now, you are, again, let's not talk about the band right now. We're going to talk all about the band on the far side of this song. I want to know why we're going with this song right here. Well, this was my pick. Um this song is off of ABBA, the album, which mm-hmm. was the first album that I ever got as a 10-year-old child. Um, Who on gave a it family, to you? Well, it was on a family trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going out west, and we... Can I ask where you were going? We were going to Utah to visit relatives. I know, and, I know I'm know, i derailing yep, the story, but I, yep. growing up, every single year, my family drove out west, so I was just yep, curious where yep. you were headed. We went to Utah, and we had an 8-track player in our 77 Scout and so nice. we stopped by a gas station. From my memory, we stopped by a gas station and we picked up two eight tracks. Mm-hmm. One of them was the Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars soundtrack, dun, and the other dun, one was dun, this. Dun. You and this wait, was wait, wait, my wait, wait. choice, <laughs> Jenny. You're telling me that the first time you ever heard Abba, well, you probably heard him on the radio. I heard him on the radio, that, but the first time it was ever part of your life on the regular was on eight track in a. 77 Scout. Absolutely. Played over and, <laughs> and over, over and, and over. over again for and 1,500 miles. And I was, singing in, the back of the, I was singing in the back seat the whole time. As soon as I heard that, my mind just exploded, and I was like, oh, I need this, and my, I need more of this. And yeah, so we listened to this over and over. It was that and Star Wars, so. is it Well, and I, nope. I, I can't argue with either of those, actually. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Those were both out and sitting in a gas station in the middle of nowhere <laughs> on an 8-track at the same oh, time. So also, Jenny, everyone just dated both of us because we know what the fucking 8-track <laughs> is. You know, chunk. What? what, what? <laughs> Uh, and speaking of not being able to rewind and having to go all the way through, if you want to get back to your song, why the name of the game? Uh, this was just one of the ones that uh, that really struck me. This one in Eagle. Um, is it true I'm an eagle? I love that one off this album, too. But um, this is one that we actually do, and we just started doing it. And it's one that I had always wanted to do, but until we got Dave singing backup and Jenny Case singing backup, 
we couldn't really pull it off because it really requires more than just two singers.
Now, see, what I want to do is like a five-part series because I have so many important yeah. questions right now because <laughs> that band, it may not mean quite as much to me as it does to the two of you, but it does mean a lot to me. I think it means a lot to you. I'm a you gi- get very I'm, animated. I'm a gigantic and yeah. unapologetic fan of them. But also, you know, it's... It's a daunting task to be like, we're going to be in an ABBA tribute band. Mm-hmm. Not that you're not both talented, but holy shit, why not yeah. shoot for the stars? I mean, that's a <laughs> lot right there, right? Yeah, it is very, very ambitious. And, you know, we say about ourselves, um, you know, we don't take ourselves seriously on stage. We we have a great time. Oh, but that's really not true fun. because everyone raves. And if you we did, take the music, seriously. we take the music seriously. Oh, yeah. not yourself. But we don't take though. ourselves yeah. seriously. So we're well, clowns. That seems like so. Do your work well, mm-hmm. and then just fucking relax yeah. and kick off. That actually sounds like a pretty good philosophy. I on think life. that might yeah. be one of the reasons why people like us is because mm-hmm. we're actually having fun. Totally, huh. we're not just yeah. like super serious yeah. or anything. We're yeah, yeah. we're down home. Why? Okay, so well. I, See, I was going to ask one of the dumbest questions I almost ever oh, said out loud in my entire life. Do no, it. I was going to say why, why Abba, why, why, why? But everyone knows because they're literally pop yeah. perfection. In yeah. 1974, although they'd been around for a while before that, when they won Eurovision for the first of four times, they changed the nature of modern popular music. They mm-hmm. elevated the bar. They literally, you know, I, and I don't know who was the most responsible. I don't know who was on the board more. But whether we're talking about presentation, whether we're talking about outfits, whether we are talking mm-hmm. about production, whether we are talking about musical innovation or absolute studio brilliance, there hadn't been an ABBA before right. ABBA. I, and so that's why I get animated. Thank you for yeah. noticing, Katie, yep. because I am, I am a I genuine, genuine yeah. fan. <laughs> well, and you know, that's the most joyful thing about doing this band is that people genuinely just love, love, love the songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we first started playing, the crowds were definitely a bit older, but we have such a range of ages of people that come out. And why did we start? Because it's so genuinely from you know, Jenny and I that kind of kicked it off, which was that, um, I, you know, I spent my whole childhood singing into a hairbrush, wishing I was Agnetha. She For me, luckily, it was a curling iron, but yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> Make sure you don't turn, like, switch it on. Turn it off. But, you know, it's just so genuinely from us and, and music that we've loved and has influenced us, you know, singing for years and years. And so to, you know, to connect and find each other as adults and realize like, oh my gosh, we have the same like dream. <laughs> and, you know, we've, we've, you know, uh, the rest of the band is so talented and so good. I and mean, I, I'm, I do not mean to, once again, <laughs> going back to the Barbie movie and the patriarchy, I don't mean to reduce you to this, but you look great in the outfits. I mean, <laughs> they're fun. I, it, well, I, 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 hopefully you don't take that as an insult or any no. kind of reduction because that band, when I, you know, I mean, like the music is obviously bulletproof yeah. and the production's brilliant, but without the look they had, all four of them, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen the way it happened. Yeah. So I'm so glad to hear you say Agnetha because mm-hmm. I never knew whether or not you pronounce the H. I thought it was Agnetha. It is probably it? is. Anyita. 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 It's really yeah. hard to say. I just figure, so, you know, I'm British. I'm so going I'm with all, the Brits, all the Brits say Agnetha. 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 <laughs> also, I was going to tell you one thing earlier before we were walking up the stairs. I'm like, nope, saving it for the podcast. Oh, yeah. In the 80s, there was a minor one-off, one-hit wonder, but not really even a hit. And it was by Frida. I know there's something going on. <laughs> I was in my 40s. Before I realized that was the same Frida that oh, you portray really? in ABBA. I, I, 
even at the no one ever said it on the radio. It got played constantly. No one's like, and from Abba, here's Frida. You know? <laughs> oh, no funny. one ever said that. So that was a mind bender. So let me ask you this then. You both obviously share a deep love for this band. Mm-hmm. How did the two of you get to know each other in the first place? Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> there's well, nothing wrong I, with that. I don't think there's any shame in that game. You can That's see how though I got that to know sometimes yeah. it's sometimes social media is a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes it brings thing. people together for yeah. the right reasons, <laughs> and this was one of the best ways. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think I think that I began to be aware of who Jenny was through my friendship with Dan Israel. Yeah. I think that yes. I probably yeah. saw and heard you singing with him um, before I got to know you, and then I got to know Dave David Russ. Um, you know, also through Dan. Um, and so, yeah, we were friends. We were Facebook friends. And then literally ABBA grew, the ABBA band that we're in, Absolutely Fab, grew out of a Facebook discussion. So, See, but to me, that's brilliant because yeah. social media is 94.6% a pit of vipers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a yeah, terrible, terrible, so terrible true. place. But <laughs> I've met some incredible people on there. And even if like, I'm, I'm doing my doom scrolling, whatever, you know, you're like, but then you come across like this sweet inspirational thing with Pooh and Piglet. And I'm like, mm. okay. You know what? I think it's going to be okay, at least until lunchtime. I think I'm going to do all right for at least the next hour Mm -hmm. or two. So you met that way. You put this together. It's obviously been going well. When did it start? When was the very first absolutely fab gig? I think it was 2016. Yeah. uh, And it was at a brewery. That was Uh, seven years ago. You realize that, right? Yeah. Is it uh, Monster? Monster Brewing, maybe? Yeah. I don't Um, know. So basically, we, you know, someone was doing a long thread, kind of tearing down Abba's outfits and kind of saying how ridiculous they were. And a lot of of people were piling on. I know. A lot of people were piling on. And, you know, it was kind of tongue in cheek, but some people were kind of being, you know, trolls about the whole thing. And so I read all these comments. You're very polite, by the way. I I read all these comments. And then I was like, I did too. "Hmm." I was like, (laughs) sidebar, by the way, if anyone ever wants to start an Abba tribute band, I'm in. And Jenny was the first person to comment. I was like, you have to have a second person. You can't do it on your own. You have to have a second vocalist. You and can't that's me. be both. You <laughs> cannot be both. It's me. Well, and, you know, I was just so glad. Not, not only, you know, did she respond, but she wanted to be Frida. And I'm like, all right, well, that's good. Because otherwise, you know, we might have to have a fight. Because you want to be Agnita. I had to be. I had yes. to be And Agnita. it was my life's dream. Uh, yeah. Since the time I was yeah. a kid, I wanted to be Frida. Because I had red hair. She had red hair. And I was like, oh, I have to be her. <laughs> and here we are. And literally, wow. like, you know, so by the end of that day, by the end of the Facebook thread, and I said at one point, like, sorry, we hijacked your thread, but we just started a band. Um, we literally had, you know, six band members and a gig yep. by the time that thread ended. Wow. So, get, you hadn't yeah. done a song yet. No, you hadn't no, even met each other no, yet. No. no. Someone reached out and they were like, I saw your message. Like, I saw yeah. your thread on Facebook. Do you want to play this gig in September? And we're like, mm, well, it's. June, so sure, yeah. yeah we got time. Oh, sure, we'll yeah. Practice. Two weeks, no yeah. problem. <laughs> That's one of the greatest things I've heard in weeks, and <sighs> I want to savor it. Now, people can come and watch you. I do want to savor it just for a second. Yeah. All right, thank you. Um, <laughs> people can come and watch you do what you do and what you've honed and what you've perfected and what you've crafted and what you have glitzed the hell up. At the State Fair this year, is that correct? Yes. And we're going to talk about that right after this. But before we get into our next ABBA song, which I don't know if you've been inside my head, Katie, in which case I'm sorry because I have not cleaned in years. <laughs> I have not cleaned in years. It was a little sticky in there. Yeah, well, oh, 
Well, it is a brain. <laughs> it is a brain, all right? You don't want to dry it out, brain. Ence- <laughs> encephalic fluid, you know. Anyway, Sean, I wanted to talk to you real quickly about the work that you do with Remax Results. You are a realtor. You are at the end of the summer where you think things will be slowing down, but I get the impression that you still have plenty of work to do. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know what it is, but people kind of somehow just decide, hey, it's time to sell now. And so I actually have a new listing coming up in the next, actually, we just decided on September 7th. Okay. Uh, in our neighborhood, actually, right over on 42nd and 24th. You're not letting any unsavories move into our neighborhood, are you? Well, it's right next door to my Uncle Pat. And so if they can handle, it's literally my Uncle Pat's next door neighbor. Now, Uncle Pat. Growing up, I had three Uncle Pats. We are so Catholic. It's unbelievable. My My confirmation name is Patrick. So I was Sean Sean Michael Patrick Bernard. Any idea what my confirmation name was? I got confirmed, baby. I think I know Oh, I went to catechism. Is it Valentino? No, what is it? Thomas. Nebuchadnezzar. No. <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> Good old Saint Nebuchadnezzar. Just Anthony. It was oh, just Anthony. that's not too bad. But uh, Uncle Pat's very interesting. He, uh, he, Uncle Pat, by the way, uh, he got to be like a roadie sound guy for the dad and Bob Dylan. At oh, one you point. told me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So a, total, pays, a teetotaler, right? Yeah, really like to party. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, dear. He told me a story today that was crazy, but... Uh, worked out at Paisley Park with Prince, built the gazebo that's out there, worked at the Guthrie, worked at the Old Log Theater. The guy couldn't keep wow. a job is what I'm trying to say. But, <laughs> but he is, Well, but uh, he kept getting good ones. Yeah. He did. But he was feast or famine. He he built a ride at Disney World. And, and that didn't work for two years? That didn't work for two years. That's a true story about <laughs> Uncle Pat. Yeah. that's I, I love this guy. I, I, want, fantastic. I want Uncle Pat on this show, and I'm not oh, joking. We should have Uncle <laughs> if, Pat if on this show. Has, I mean, because again, I have so many. I don't want any of mine on. They don't have stories like that. Oh, he's if that stories. guy has even those three yeah. stories, he has to be on the show. Anyway, I'd like to get back to our guest. Tell yes. me about Remax results. Well, anyway, so if They're you have an Uncle They're going to move in pa- next to Weirdo. Yeah. If, okay. you have, if you have an Uncle Pat that you'd like to uh, help me sell his <laughs> house call 612-859-2594 i donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band 612-859-2594 uh an embarrassing fact before you get to introduce our next song here katie um this is the one you chose from abba Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna tell you something really embarrassing i was late (laughs) to the abba party i really was and again i never disliked them and i knew all the hits but this one we're going to play wasn't necessarily a mainstream hit, certainly not here. Well, not in America. It was. This was not a radio hit in America. The first time I ever heard the opening riff of this song was in the Madonna song, Hung <gasps> Up. She uses it oh, as yeah. the main sample. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. And then I did a little digging. I'm like, that's, real, that's t- too cool for Madonna. So I looked <laughs> it up, and it turned out to be this song. Why did you pick this song? What well, do you like about this song? It's funny that you mentioned that because we actually do a breakdown. In, what? There's a there's an extended bass solo in the middle of this song. Go on. And so we do a little bit of the Madonna hung up as part of that, as part of the show. It's Miss just, Katie it's does, fun. yes. Yeah, I, I do that. And uh, it makes the boys go wild. Oh, uh, it it's a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a, a certain segment of boys makes Ooh. them go wild. Um, so it's a ton of fun. But no, I, you know, I, I rolled around on my bedroom floor singing into a hairbrush <laughs> for much of my much of my childhood that's and, gonna come um, right out of brian's nose <laughs> he took a I mean, drink you know, at just the wrong time and Do you need uh, a tissue? <laughs> i'm fine i'm fine it was all very innocent just so aspirated I, I know but i just like 
I can imagine you like just getting ultra just dramatic, singing yeah. into it and doing the thing. Yeah, I would like jump on my bed and kind of kick my legs dramatically. Like I don't know what I thought I was doing. And did I, you, were you singing the lyrics like oh, "How yeah. I Hate to Spend the Night on My Own"? Exactly. And then I was. <laughs> Whoa. You know, yeah, I mean, and I was very precocious, so Go this on. was kind of you know my ten year old self mm-hmm. just being ridiculous, mm-hmm. and um, and it's just it, it captures everything. It captures you know the drama of the, of singing, um, you know the upbeat uh, tempo. I mean, just everything about it. It's like what's not to love. It's a perfect pop song. So.
My bad. Uh, I thought it was a blue jumpsuit. It's a pink jumpsuit that Agnes was wearing in the video for that. But she is absolutely wearing her headphones like this. <laughs> like a, oh, Yeah, exactly. Well, you I mean like when your hair is that pretty, why would yeah. you ever mess it Seriously. up, right? And I hate to Here's be that I guy. Wear my headphones right here. Nice. This is... So that your third eye can yeah, hear? Exactly. You're a weird duck, man. That is Sean Bernard right there. My name is Brian Oak. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 336. And we are joined by Agnetha and Frida of yep. ABBA. Um, absolutely fabulous. We'll be performing at the Great Minnesota Get Together. The State Fair is less than a week away, Sean. Get your head around that. Is it next Crazy. Thursday? Is it next, yep, Thursday? next Thursday. So, uh, What's interesting about this, before we find out exactly when and where you're going to be playing, years ago I interviewed the woman who, I don't think she actually booked the bands, but she was sort of in charge of administering all of the entertainment aspects, Mm. and so very much an office job, very much an administrator position, but she told me something that I've never forgotten. Given that it's 12 days long, given that there are dozens of free stages and a few paid stages, it's the single biggest music festival annually in the upper Midwest. Bigger than Riot Fest, Crazy. bigger than Lollapalooza. Wow. And, and see, exactly. I, had I the, didn't think of it that uh, way. I had the exact same reaction, and I've never <laughs> it forgot is. it once. But it's great because, yeah, it's gotten more expensive to get in. But once you get in, between the people watching and the free music, I... That's probably the best twenty bucks you ever spent, man, or seventeen yeah. fifty <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. Where are we gonna be able to see absolutely fab? We are uh, at the International Bazaar stage, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and they call they have a, a program that they call Bazaar After Dark. Oh. So it will be 8 o'clock on Monday the 28th and Tuesday the 29th. I mean, that's coming up fast, I right? Know, yeah. I, and I know people lament the end of summer, and I'm, I always sort of jokingly, but not jokingly at all, say October never comes soon enough, but <laughs> summer's gone quickly this year. It's been sort of uh, bucking quite a bit. So, uh, Katie, in addition to performing live there, yes. you also are an artist. Now, sitting directly in front of me, <laughs> um, you make these sort of signature mice. I don't think yes. there's anybody that could be friends with you or know you on social media that would not recognize your yeah. style immediately. And I love it. And right in front of me, you have all the members of ABBA yes. right there in authentic signature costume. Yeah. It's br- Look at that cape. That cape know, is, that's canon. All right. I mean, like for people who are collectors, that, that cape matters. Where did this sort of... <laughs> madness no 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 i was trying to find the right Mm. word because i'm not very arty i don't i don't make a lot of things like this so i don't know is it is it is calling it crafting demeaning it's, it's it? crafty is it... yeah no um well it's funny because um i bought them along to delight and amuse you because i thought that you might enjoy them and they've done both yes yeah, <laughs> so that's good they're called scrap mice so for, for listeners mice. who are wondering um they do have their own instagram called scrap mice so you really? can follow along and see all the ones i've made but basically they came out of 2020 and how weird that was for all yes. of us that was a weird and, year um, for sure it was a weird year and yeah. uh you know i did actually have a have an office job that I had to go to for most of that time but I had some extra time you know we didn't have any gigs happening so I had some free time and um, I literally I, I made a big cat it's kind of a long story so I'll say it as shortly as I can but I grew up in the UK watching a show called Bagpuss 
and it's and it was about this cat who was made out of an old bag, hmm. and uh, it lived in a little antique store, and <laughs> it, it's it's weird. This I mean, is this already is, the most British story raised. I've ever heard. I know, exactly. I know. So so Bagpuss is this TV show, and um, and a little girl called Emily owned this shop, and she would go. And um, she would find little broken things. And so if she found a broken thing, she would leave it overnight in the shop. And at nighttime, kind of a la Toy Story, all the toys would come to life and they would fix it. And so Bagpuss was the star of the show. And then the little mice would come out of this little mouse organ. <laughs> it's very strange. And, um, and they would sing, I'm sorry, we will fix it, we will mend it, we will make it good again. <laughs> And um, that's how it started. Katie, would you like a second take on that one? <laughs> would, you, would you like to do another take? No, I think I nailed it, actually. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 I always leave it up Wait to the on. artist. Yeah, I'm not here um, to judge by any means. Yes. So anyway, what were we talking about again? <laughs> I know, I we know. We were talking it's about so bag puss. Oh, we were so talking made, about scrap mice. Right. So I made, I was out, you know, in 2020, I was out and about, and I saw um, at a little thrift store this purse, this like bag, that was the exact colors of bagpuss, like pink and, and red stripes. And it was misshapen. It was this horrible, obviously, experiment that someone had failed at miserably and, and they had donated it. So I saw it and I thought I could make that bag into a bagpuss. So I went home and I did it and I made the bag into a, into a cat. And then I thought, you know, it needs little mouse friends. And so I started to make mice just to go with it. And to but I mean, try... have you ever made figurines no, before? No, I've never have made anything like, like that. Anything no. like that. Well, I made you're little like, clothes for but, my dolls but like, and stuff. I'll, I'll know how to. But you had already had some kind of experience making clothes. But yeah. making the, the figure seemed more difficult than the clothes, maybe. Um, I don't know. No, the clothes are definitely the most challenging because, yeah. the you know, the face Probably is basically is. just a triangle. So it's a triangle face, and then yeah, but there's you know, stuff in it, and it has dimension. It's yeah. It's, I just. I mean, I, they're a work in progress, and you know, the early scrap mice were not very elaborate, but I got more and more elaborate, and then people started asking me. The very first request I had, this guy said, "Could you please make uh, a mouse for my wife um, of my wife?" And I thought, this is the weirdest Uh-oh. message I've ever had. Oh. Did, he, did he ask for it to be human size? No, no. So, so then I was like, I don't Weird. think I'm making them for anyone else except for me. Anyway, so then he sent me a picture of his wife and she had amazing like shock of purple hair and kind of goth clothes. And I thought, yeah, I could do that. You know, if someone's distinct enough looking. So do you commission these? Yeah. I mean, I've made over 200. Wait. Wow. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the ones you have at the state <laughs> fair, but what, yeah. I mean, like if people wanted to at least see what we're talking about right now, yeah, what's ground zero for scrap mice? Well, yeah, Instagram, they're on Facebook as well. So if yeah. you just look up scrap mice and I never, you know, it was a weird little hobby I did just to amuse myself. They're called scrap mice because they're literally made of scraps of fabric. Okay. Um, and most of them are made out of an old, you know, kind of uh, shrunken if, up blanket. If you ever call... This cape scrap again. Wow. I will be very I'll angry and it will be a long time before you come you what, back here. What this that is. thing is brilliant. Yeah, this this is just a ribbon. So so the red part is a, is a ribbon that was on a Christmas gift. Okay. This part here um you know I sometimes buy old like baby size um Halloween costumes. Okay. And you can make pretty fun stuff out of that. This ribbon that was uh, it's a snake print shiny ribbon and I found this it was kind of a vintage uh tie kind of thing like a scarf and yeah it was like a vintage like really skinny scarf so like a tie scarf and as soon as i saw it i'm like that's frida's outfit i could i could make frida's outfit out of that 
Shit, they have tails. Oh, yeah. Well, they have to have tails. <laughs> they have to have tails. They're mice. <laughs> well, I, I, I know, but I literally, I've seen these online so many times. Yeah. They've got well, freaking and, tails. You know, I, I printed, uh, I, huh. this is the, uh, the exact, um, this guitar is actually, you know, authentic. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I, no, it the was star at least guitar, I got it. two employers ago that I printed that at work and, and cut it out. I, Uh-oh. I've left that job. They are going to come looking for that ink before you know it. Um. Yeah. Is that Bagpuss? That's Bagpuss, yes. That's my, my inspiration. Mm-hmm. So Bagpuss, um, hmm. you know, needed little mice friends. Yeah. And uh, and I literally did it just to kind of cheer up my kid. You know, we were hanging out together in 2020, and she was doing remote school. And I was like, well, why don't you pick out some fabric for the clothes? And, you know, we'll do this little kind of thing together. And it just <laughs> took on a life. Well, you have, I mean, if people want to see what this looks like in real life, you have a submission at this year's Great Minnesota yeah. Get Together, the State Fair. Yeah. Every year people, you know, uh, submit art across wide ranges, food across wide ranges, mm-hmm. livestock across across wide ranges. But you have done something rather inspired, and I think <laughs> it's beautiful. Tell me what you did this year. Yeah, this year I did the um, the Adams Family. And um, obviously with the popularity of Wednesday, I thought, well, I'll make a little Wednesday mouse. And then I made um, all of them. The toughest one to do was Lurch because he's so tall. And uh, I had to make a really, really, really tall mouse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last year I got two ribbons. I entered um, the Wizard of Oz collection and um, and actually got ribbons so that was very exciting so now i'm a bit addicted i'm gonna be you know like that marjorie lady i was gonna say every year i'm like yes. you're, you're aware that you're 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 starting to run up a hill that you'll never reach the peak of I not know. because you're not good enough but because you're like well what do you mean i only got first place there's right. got to be something better than fucking yeah. first place right well you know i entered uh, so the first year i entered um i entered um squeaks creek which was an homage to Shits creek and <laughs> um, I thought they were very good mice, but I think they were too edgy for the judging category. Shit's Creek, I even don't though think they it's, knew. it's 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 incredibly brilliant. I, I think because the word shits in it, even right. if it wasn't on your mice, but also yeah. it's pretty edgy when yeah. sort of the main protagonist is an openly gay male right. in a small town. <laughs> yeah, shockingly, I can imagine that there would be people on the judging committee who right. might. But you'd think, I think Art, they didn't come know who on, they man. were. Not well, have known. They might have been like, "What yeah, is that?" I think that's what it was because I think you know from I I think that the uh, the corn art. What do they call that? The seed art. Seed art. Yeah. Seed art. Yeah. I think the seed art is actually surprising surprisingly edgy like there's some real range of like pop oh. culture and even political oh. entries but i think when it comes to the arts and crafts yeah. um you know it's a bunch of little old ladies well so they, they'd rather they i mean what have you done in terms of a holly hobby lately can you help me with holly Ooh. hobby remember how, how far back in time? had that though. I did. oh did you oh, yeah did i you mean all like mm-hmm. all like gingham bonnets and smocks oh, yeah. and whatnot yeah i used to have one of those dolls That's well funny. i bet you could kill with a uh uh Scrap mice, Holly Hobby. Hobby. I'm just saying. Or it came to me in a vision, and I almost (laughs) don't want to say it on the podcast because I don't want to give someone else your idea. You know how we in Minnesota love the show Little House on the Prairie. Oh, that would be little Laura Ingalls yes. Wilder. Oh my that gosh. would be the wildly popular. Yes, yes. Oh, that would be very cute. All right, I might Half do that. Point. All right, anyway, uh, we do I could it. do the ringlets for the really bitchy girl. Oh, that would be yeah. oh Nelly. 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 Nelly Olson. Yeah. Nelly Olson. Oh, gotta head down to the mercantile and pick up some salt <laughs> pork. Oh my god! All right. 
before we say our before we say our final goodbyes because we are off the rails yeah. i do want to thank moxie wealth management moxie wealth management the latest sponsor to join the brian oak show podcast what do they do well they take a comprehensive look at what and who and how and what you are and what you have and then they judge you very very deeply and they'll laugh at you if you don't measure up that's not true no none of that was true actually they will take a look at where you're at where you need to go and you just have to say to them i do want to retire someday and if you say those words they will help you you figure out a way to get it done or at least let you know that it might take a few more <laughs> years of working but but you'll to be able to get that here's the thing about checking in with a place like moxie okay you're like i don't have any wealth i don't have anything of any real value i don't have any you'll do better by talking to them and learning what you do have because everyone has just a little bit more than they think they do but maybe not quite as much as they wish they did talk to them and they'll get you in the right spot to at least start putting yourself in a better position than you otherwise might be yeah the other thing i was going to say is that uh, uh well let's just say maybe in our case we had a financial planner who didn't talk to us didn't call us for three years so if you have a financial planner that doesn't ever communicate with you you might want to go with somebody who does and joe and his team will do that so moxiewealthmanagement.com set an appointment get to know them and who knows maybe they'll be the right uh, fit for you also want to thank our friends, Nate and his entire crew over at AudioQuip. Without them, we are literally nothing. Every piece of professional equipment in this studio, the Smart Start MN studio, uh, was provided by them. And I don't know why. We hadn't done an episode yet. And they're like, yeah, we're on board. And now here we are, 336 episodes later, and it's it's very humbling. Anyway, it's time to go. Sean, is there anything else that you have on your chest right now? Anything you'd like to say? No, I just know that I am absolutely taking my wife to see their show at the fair, because if I don't, she will murder me. Well, I hope not. (laughs) How is she running the board in your absence? Do you think she'll come in and do things? I'll teach her ahead of time, just in case. Before she murders you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know, brother. But I I, think this will actually, honestly, in all sincerity, but she's not going to murder you. I think it'll be an absolute blast. I I, I don't want to say I took her to Mamma Mia, but we went to see it together. And I was almost in tears at how much fun she was having. (laughs) Like, it was one of those where, you know, Brian and I, big music fans, watching somebody else enjoy Mm. something that much, there's. Yeah. It's fantastic. There's it's nothing so else like it. Yeah. No, it's an incredible experience. You know, Jenny and I, you know, sing. We pour our heart and soul into it. We're having a ton of fun. But literally, you look out and people are losing it, mm-hmm. having fun and crying. Singing and it's along. amazing. Yeah. You're well, doing some of the memories. greatest yeah. songs of yeah. all time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. certainly in Western culture. Jenny, before we let you walk out of here, uh, obviously, people are going to come out and see the shows. Is there anything in like, if people are like, well, I would like to learn more about this Jenny Russ character. Is there a good place for people to go? <laughs> uh, Facebook. I don't know. Okay. There's, there's not a lot out out there on me. I'm a I'm That's what you sort think. of a private person. Have I you have like. you been on the dark web at all? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh oh. Yeah, no. no. Reddit. Reddit has no, a, I haven't. There's a total is there Jenny a Russ subreddit. Oh, oh, absolutely. That's so, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Is it? I'd is like it? to thank all my fans. <laughs> no. All right, well, then let me ask you this. When it comes to this mutual collabo, what's the best place for people to find out where you're playing? When they could see you next? Maybe they can't make it to the State Fair, or maybe they want to be there for every single second. There are people that come to every show we do. Oh, I don't doubt that for a second. We are amazed by it. Um, We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Instagram, Fab. 
Um, and yeah, you can find everything we're doing. We're going to be up in Duluth next Saturday. We're playing Tribute Fest. So right on the water. That's going to be a ton of fun. Lovely. Where are you playing Massive up there? Massive stage. Are oh, you going to be outside? The big yeah. stage. Yeah. Really? yeah, the really big one there. I think we're at... Right down are we at Bayfront five o'clock? There? Yeah. yeah. Are we at 5 o'clock, Katie? Uh, I, th- I think I we're at 5. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, Fab uh, on Instagram and Facebook yeah, if you'd yeah. really like to nail down that time because nobody <laughs> over there had any idea what they were talking about right there. Uh, in addition to this particular band, which I love very much, Katie, you have been making your own music for a very, very long time, and that's how we're going to wrap up today's show. Yeah. Where are you? I mean, you told me you were at a studio earlier today. Are you yeah, actively I, making new music? Uh, I, I am actively practicing new music. Okay. I was doing some recording uh, this morning with the amazing Kevin B- Kevin Bow, mm-hmm. who has produced my last two records and will be producing the next one. Um, so we are uh, just gearing up now for our first shows. We're, we're a new band called Favorite Girl, and we're going to make our debut at an event called the Ghost Notes Block Party, Saturday, September 23rd. That's we're a cool also, name. Where is that? What does that mean, Ghost Notes? Ghost Notes. So Ghost Notes are the uh, like the quiet pauses in between notes, oh. but they're as important, you know, for the feel. So I didn't come up with that, but um, it's, it's brilliant. It's, uh, I think. Look at yeah, that. Three of us. Three of us just learned something <laughs> yeah, in this room it's right now. It's pretty cool. Dissonance is a, an organization I've come on. Um, and talked about before mental health and um, support for musicians so it's it's dissonance third annual ghost notes block party so my band will be making their debut and then a week after that october 1st which is a sunday we're going to be playing um at the hi-fi alley series so we're very excited about that opening for the belfast cowboys how's that for a second gig that's pretty great (laughs) not bad um not bad bad. so um yeah it's it's going to be uh really fantastic and jenny case who's in the abba band is in my new original band as well and i chose this last track we're going to play because um it's very abba influenced and it also features jenny russ on uh backing vocal before we hear it i do want to say um it's been lovely to have you both here I'd like to have you back soon. There's so much stuff to talk about. I know about your work with Mixed Blood. I know that coming mm-hmm. up soon, there's going to be a Uke Fest, Minnesota for yes. the victims in Maui yep. and the yep. fires. I, we just, we're out of time. We got to go. Yeah, and it sucks. <laughs> and I apologize, but come back soon, both of you, all right? Yeah, and enjoy the State Fair. Thank you. Pronto Pup, not Corn Dog. Let's okay. always remember. Here's music <laughs> from Katie Vernon.
Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC North Star Resource Group is independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.